0: This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I am Tani Tanuville. Coming up in just a few moments, something old, something new. This is KUCI, the best radio station in the history of the universe. KUCI. KUCI ima, ki ite imas. Best, KUCI 88.9 FM KUCI.
1: Estás escuchando la KUCI
2: 88.9 We You're listening to 88.9 FM KUCI in Irvine.
0: KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I am Tani Tenuviel, the resident KUCI Middle Earth Elf, co-host with... Yesenia. Oh, Yesenia. Can you hear me? Barely. You know what? I think we need to switch to the other mic. (laughs) This is... We are a college radio station broadcasting from the University of California in Irvine, and you can always make a donation to our station through our website at KUCI.org, and because we can always use some new microphones that that work, and they all work. So, I just want to say good morning. It's so good to be here. It it's is the morning. It, so. it, is, it is, and... The, f- the weather has finally changed. Yes. And it seems a little bit like fall. hmm So this is something old, something new. That's right. That's right. Something old being the elf. <laughs> something <laughs> the new being myself. Yes. Mm. And so sometimes we have some new topics and things to, to try out for shows. And sometimes we... Well, pretty much, you know the uh, the other part of the old segment is we play uh, podcasts of our other public affairs programming, and hopefully, by hearing it on a different time of the day, you might get introduced to some really fun and informative public affairs talk shows uh, here at KUCI. And in fact, what is one of there's a one that's on uh, is it Monday afternoon that you're involved with, Yacinia? Yeah but and that that's is?
2: the new segment for campus skinny and i also pl- broadcast the pulp news and that was monday we had a good show it's been our fourth week so far great success we have contributors that have been helping us so it's been a lot of fun So that, to me, is very happy news. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) Happy news. Just the fact that KUCI exists is is happy news. It's been such a blessing in my life. I've been here 10
2: years now. And this is your first year of being on the, uh, you know, involved with being on the air, right? Yes. Well, Uh, actually, last year I was involved with Campus Kenny, but I was just a contributor. mm -hmm. And now I'm doing the double act of being on talk show and also the assistant of the pulp news and campus Skinny. so i absolutely love working with kuci <laughs> it's my second family yes yes it certainly is and it's a crazy family a very but everybody's so friendly i know I love it's like a here. real family yes. it's you know
0: there's there's um the brothers you know that like play the music that you just want to you know (laughs) run out of the room screaming and then there's the sisters that you know you Mm -hmm. have so much in common with and Mm -hmm. you're like oh hi you jump up and down when you see each other
2: yeah they're just so helpful like whatever you need they always have a reaching out Mm -hmm. they're always reaching out to you
0: yes and in case you may just be tuning in either on the air or to the podcast because we um We'll be putting up a podcast of the first part of our show today. Um, you can find podcasts of all of our public affairs programming at kuci.org. Just go to archives, go scroll, scroll down to podcasts, and choose a show. Right? Yes. Which we will be doing today, <coughs> a little bit later in the show. And as I mentioned, the on um, the podcast will not include our podcast will not include the podcast that we're going to be playing. But you can find those podcasts on our website. And today we're going to be featuring uh, Janine Bernstein, who is the host of Get the Funk Out. Mm -hmm. About, you know, kind of getting the funk out and getting on with uh, having a a great life. And I love Janine. I've known her since I met her. I was working in the yoga studio, just newly involved with yoga. And she came in to... um, I think she was doing an event to see about uh, donations for. Th- and anyway, we started talking about KUCI, and now she took the training, and now she's here. She her first show was "Moms Rock the House," yeah. and now she does get the funk out and. She's an amazing, amazing woman.
2: Did you know she contributes to the Campus Skinny KUCI News? Oh, yes. that does not surprise me so, at all. Yeah. So sh- I met her once and she came off as a very relatable down to earth lady. Oh, she is. And,
0: uh, and she's she's so fun. Um, she plays guitar. Her kids play guitar. <laughs> her, You know, she's just one of those really fun moms, but such a warm and fun and loving person. She yeah. also organizes events and she's a voiceover artist and mm. it's amazing mm. but one woman can do mm. and so we're going to be playing a segment from her show um starting about about 8 30 so please stay with us and if you're tuning into the podcast you can find uh you can find that on our website
2: so today for the first part of the show we're doing our happy news Yay. and uh should I start? You want to start? You can start.
0: I, I do want to say that um, it was a little challenging yesterday because I wanted to get something current. So I th- okay, and I got the the L.A. Times, and I literally went through. Um, I'm not sure uh, sure if it was the front page or like the you know calendar or the uh, Orange County section or whatever. But I could not find one single happy title. I yeah. could have, <laughs> and it was like okay. This is kind of sad. Um,
2: that it is pretty hard. I know
0: the newspaper, and but you can find good news about happy things in other places. But I, you know, I wish the newspaper would include some things that are yeah. not just all the you know tragic all stories. the tragic things that happen. So you found something though that you wanted to share. Yes. Now, oh, and um, the show with Janine that we're going to be sharing today is health related. So I thought. And you
2: came up with something health-related. So because of Janine's podcast, that it is health-related, that inspired me for both of my uh, findings. And so the first one I really like because... I am a coffee consumer. I don't know about you, Tawny, but lots I love of people, coffee, but I don't drink it anymore. Oh, uh, okay. Well, see. I would drink it all the time if I could. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's a common thing. Everybody, yes. most people, majority of the people do drink coffee to start their mornings. So I found this article, and the title is Higher Coffee coffee consumption may protect against liver cancer oh. and so coffee is the morning pick-me-up of millions every day people drink coffee to increase the wakefulness and improve concentration and focus and a new report has shown that regular coffee intake could also reduce liver cancer caused by daily alcohol consumption and since our uh, audience does appeal to college students college students it's no surprise they like to drink <laughs> so just letting you know that um according to research con- conduct conducted by the london uk-based world cancer research fund drinking three alcoholic drinks a day can be enough to cause liver cancer mm-hmm. so amanda mclean a director of world cancer research fund says around three or more drinks per day can be enough to cause liver cancer but until now we are We were uncertain about the amount of alcohol to lead to liver cancer, but now the research has been reviewed, and it's been shown. And so the findings were published in the Continuous Update Project on Diet, Nutrition, and Physical Activity, and it was based on 34 studies that included 8.2 million people and 24,000 of them had liver cancer. Mm. And so evidence emerged that the same research findings uh, found strong evidence that drinking coffee can reduce the risk of liver cancer. And so I'm not encouraging people to, you know, keep drinking and coffee's going to save your life. No, but it is okay to have a few drinks here and there. And I myself am, I'm a wine enthusiast, so I do like to have my wine. I know, I love but, wine. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was really positive that. Uh,
0: so maybe if you're going to have, you know, a couple of glasses of wine every once in a while. Yeah. Um, also, every once in a w- know that the coffee that you're drinking in the morning or the next morning. And, you know, as you're rushing off to work or church or whatever, that um, maybe that's helping to counteract some of the effects
2: of those couple of glasses of wine the night yeah. before and wine does have health benefits yes. I mean they are coming out with studies that alcohol does seem to have some benefits yes especially when it's done
0: um not over you know not too much you oh know. Yeah. And, and it's pretty much the you know i don't i'm not a big um I don't care for that term, everything in moderation very much because I think, well, then life would just be vanilla all the time. So we need to be passionate, I think, about some things. And sometimes, you know, you might spend the whole day working or sometimes you spend the whole day resting. Or um, So, but if for some things that have that are have a strong effect on us, you know, enjoying them, but enjoying them in a way that's safe for our health and for the, you know, the people around us, yeah. is is great. And, you know, you can enjoy uh, some wine, a few glasses of wine, or social party. I mean, it's parties. also
2: like uh, when people say that uh, most people promote healthy eating, but to have a strict diet like that, it's pretty difficult. You're going to crack, and you're going to have some junk food and sweets, and you're just going to binge on them, and that's not healthy. Yeah. So uh, what I've always thought or believed is that if you have, let's say... Today you eat junk food, maybe for dinner you have a salad, or the next day you eat healthier. So not really live in moderation, but just balance absolutely yeah. Yeah. very wise yes. see how
0: wise our students here are at, <laughs> <laughs> at UCI <laughs> you're just
2: you're oh, just no. you, you <laughs> if you want to talk about wise you go to the biology <laughs> department you'll see wise <laughs> no that's smart no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> smart and
2: <laughs> educated and you know I mean it, but yeah, there's wisdom is a little different oh yes yeah. Okay. <coughs> and so that was my first article. And for my second one, I absolutely love this one too, because I am an adventurous eater. I'm a foodie. I love food oh, so really? much. And I just branch out, try to eat anywhere that I haven't ever tried before. I'm not scared of anything. Um, really? I'll, yes. I will eat anything. Oh, yes. wow. And so I have a couple of friends at work that are like that.
0: I... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I I am not adventurous that
2: way. Oh. I wow. mean, I
0: am with certainly. well, I, also I don't uh, I don't eat meat. So, um, but I don't know. Uh like, I don't like the super hot things because I can't really taste them. And maybe I used to be more adventurous. I'm pretty adventurous with vegetables.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. It's good to be adventurous with vegetables. <laughs> <Yeah>. So. <laughs> okay. So, this article is titled, Adventurous Eaters Are Healthier and Weigh Less, says oh. a new study. So is your mother or there is a mother on the planet who hasn't said at least once just try it you'll like it (laughs) but as usual mom was right so a new study found that those who are willing to try exotic foods are more likely to weigh less and feel better about their health than those who are reluctant to try something new
0: and see how nice and thin you are you look so healthy
2: (laughs) (laughs) maybe that's i always thought like why am i so thin and so healthy and i don't Work out like crazy. So maybe that's the reason. Yeah. So the researchers at Cornell University asked some 500 women about their daily eating habits, opinions about exotic foods, and their sita- satisfaction with weight and health. And according to the study, the women who identified as more adventurous eaters also rated themselves as healthier and more physically active. They also had a slightly lower body mass index than the more timid eaters. And the verdict is eating out of your comfort zone may lead to a healthier and more nutritious diet mm. so go ahead put crispy cactus tacos on the menu and wash them down with snake wine <laughs> your waistline will thank you there's such a thing as snake wine i know i s- i read that and i was like wow i want to try that
0: oh that sounds really do you guys sell that in
2: trader joe's no no <laughs>
0: in fact i said sn- <laughs> I'm, oh maybe i'm thinking of a snake oil that's kind of like a um um American Indian potion <laughs> or, something oh. <laughs> <laughs> or something that that the wizards of, you know use um, maybe we would find it in Hogwarts or something <laughs> snake wine we'll have to Google that and see what yeah. what in the world that is now the cactus tacos that sounds pretty you know wonderful okay,
2: yes back at home with my parents we used to grow cactus and my mom knows how to make really good cactus but I kind of got sick of it and I don't like it anymore but it is pretty good what I wonder what
0: kind is it barrel cactus or or pear pear Uh, I'm not
2: sure but we have some outside of KUCI you know the kind that you eat yeah oh yes oh maybe so you can boil that cut it up put in your tacos I'll have to think about it. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds, sounds pretty cool
0: though. I'm not sure about boiling. Yeah. Well, I I don't see why not. Well, those were great. Those were great. I'm and they make me happy. That makes me happy. And so I'm, um, I found a couple of things, um, but not, well, kind of health related, but not directly health related. They're more related to mental health.
2: Oh, that's good.
0: (laughs) Yes. Um, and, but I do want to take just a moment to make my little fall plea. Uh, as I was driving in this morning, I was coming right up, uh, and I was r- just almost right on the property of UCI, and um, right where the toll road comes off. And so I'm sitting there, and the, <laughs> the sunlight's in my eyes, and, and I'm thinking... Oh, the light looks green. And so I kind of squint and I look at it and I go, and I'm thinking, the light is green. And there are still cars streaming in front of me, you know, coming off of the freeway. And once this little white car, and it was, and I look back and so it was in the time that it took me to say, I think the light's green. Oh, it is green. So it was, you know, a few seconds. So this car, you know, definitely ran well into the red light. Well, several of them did, but especially this last, this white car. And I thought, well, you know, it's a good thing people aren't coming up and s- noticing the light screen and just going. And so, you know, we all go, <coughs> and then we come up to a light right there uh, at the edge of uh, UCI. And as we're coming up to it, the light changes to yellow, and I'm thinking, is this guy going to run another? <laughs> Red light, and he completely did. He was making a left turn. It wasn't yellow. The light was fully red, fully completely red before he was, you know, and he was still a ways back from the intersection because he was right next to me, and I had plenty of time to stop. So, (coughs) my thing is, uh, and this is right on the college campus. Right. A lot of people walking, you know, There's and, a lot and of everywhere. Bad drivers I here. know, I but know. it gets worse during the holidays every year. Yes. I notice that it gets worse, and there seems to be, and I don't know if it's just by virtue of the fact that there are more cars and more people coming here, um, but I just seem to notice more and more how many cars are running red lights, you know, and we're in such a hurry to get to where we're going and to get there on time, but um, you know. Somebody could t- step down off the curb or something, you know, because it's green and they have the walk signal, and you could change your life and the life of someone else forever just because you were in a hurry. Yeah, in a hurry and are running red lights. Yes. So, and you know, right now it's the holidays and you know, people are looking for parking spaces, so it's a really wonderful time of the year to practice. Safety. S- safety and generosity of spirit, yeah. you know? Don't be just trying to whiz into the parking space or driving really fast in parking lots where people are, you know, backing up or they, they and their kids are getting out of the car mm-hmm. and, you know, they've got the kids by the hands, but, you know, there's always one that yeah. darts out, mm-hmm. you know?
2: And so parking lots are a really good place to drive slowly. Yeah, you have to drive slowly. Oh yeah, you're it's supposed the to drive and slowly. And always be conscious of your surroundings. So make this a year that you contribute to the happy news
0: hour by not being in the news (laughs) (laughs) for hitting someone. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. So that's my little plea for please just uh, you know, take some deep breaths maybe take a yoga class or something during (laughs) the holidays to, you know, kind of manage your stress a little more. So, but I do have a couple of little things that I wanted to mention. Um, One is an old article that I came across, but I just love this, and I wanted to mention it again. It's called Little Free Library, and um, uh, close to where I live here in Newport Beach in the East Bluff Community Park. They have these things, and my friend down in Ramona actually originally told me about these, and it's like a little house, and it's like a dollhouse. And people, some people are installing them on their yards. There's some, I think, down in Corona Del Mar, and so it looks like a little... um, oversized mailbox or a dollhouse on a stick but it's a library it's a free library and these are kind of going up all across the nation and um, neighbors are sharing their books with each other Mm -hmm. and I just think that's so cool because I'm always finding books one of my favorite places is the Newport Beach library that has the used bookstore where you can find amazing books for like 50 cents or a dollar or you know practically nothing and they raise thousands of dollars, thousands and thousands of dollars every year for um, literacy programs and for kids programs and all kinds of things like that. And these little libraries, um, they you put your books in it. So it, it says that the library is a gathering place where neighbors, adults and children can share their favorite literature for free. A visitor can take a book, place a book inside or both so you can pick one up. And leave one off or just take one or just leave one and um, those looking for their next literary adventure can find mystery novels self-help books and um, nonfiction inside the petite model of a house and I just think this is so wonderful the goal they said is to get people out of their houses give them an opportunity to meet one another and most of all promote literature literacy so, East Bluff Library is part of a nationwide, a nationwide, all across America, effort by a nonprofit, Little Free Library, which encourages communities to place schoolhouse like structures somewhere in their neighborhoods to foster a love of reading and, shari- s- and sharing stories among neighbors. Isn't that wonderful? That's so cute. <coughs> I just uh, love that. And it um, <coughs> says here uh, Easterly hopes the library will allow kids and adults in East Bluff, or that would be wherever they are, to share their favorite stories with one another and ultimately form friendships through a shared love of the written word. says, maybe we can get their noses out of electronic devices and into books, she said. Oh. <laughs> Which is good. I think, you know, both things are good. You know, electronic devices are good. You know, there's a whole world that is available to us through technology. And... Um, but also books are good. There's yeah. something about the feel of a I
2: book. I hope books don't become extinct. They won't. No. Because people prefer, there are people that prefer to read the print. Oh, yes. Yeah. So. I, I have both. And I love my <coughs> electronic books because I can
0: search them. Mhm. Uh-huh. And things like that. And I can make the font real big and I can read them in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> but I love just to curl up with, you know, my hands. And I, I, I unfortunately, I'm a collector of books. I collect children's picture books and um, also my Lord of the Rings books and, you know, the And old books, I love old books, especially old books that have been inscribed Mm -hmm. from someone to someone because it's like, oh my gosh, this book is like from 1904 and here this person said, here, I love you. I hope you'll enjoy this book. And all these years later, it has this message of love that I just discovered. (laughs) So it creates like a, you know, a warm feeling in my heart. So, yeah, yeah. So, books are wonderful. So, with that, I will not be able to get to my next um, article, but we'll save it for next week because it's just about time we're going to jump into the... um going to play a little music. Oh, okay. And then we're going to hear from Janine. So, Janine Bernstein, who is the... Um, host of Get the Funk Out. Where's my little notes here? And that is on um, Mondays from 9 to 10 a.m. And she's been uh, on the air sh- since 2007, as I mentioned, with Moms Rock the House. So she's, uh, she's kind of one of those... Um, Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. I remember when I met her, it's so, I mean, it's just, this place is so amazing. KUCI is so (laughs) amazing, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then she started her PA show in the fall of 2011. So, gosh, that's been uh, four four years now. So, Janine Bernstein, amazing woman. There's also an article about her on our uh, homepage here at KUCI. I don't know if our listeners know... uh is any about uh, that we have uh, spotlights you, could you mention a little bit about that on the home
2: page where we have spotlights on different oh, people involved yes. with kci we'll feature some people that we just want to thank and highlight them and it's really interesting that you can get to know each other just because there are a lot of people working here and so sometimes you don't get a chance to sit down with somebody and talk to them and get to know them so a really great feature is the spotlight feature yes which again if you go to the KUCI
0: archive and scroll down just before you get to the link for podcasts there's one called host spotlight Mm -hmm. and um, maybe you'll be in there one day (laughs) I think there's (laughs) one with me uh, from you know my elvish adventures and there's one uh, on Janine Bernstein too so if you would like to get a little of the skinny Mm -hmm. (laughs) on some of our uh, Show hosts, you might want to check out some of our host spotlight, and that's uh, generally written by Barbara Demarco Barrett, who is the host along with her co-hosts of Writers on Writing, which will be coming up in just about thirty-one minutes. So, with that, we um, I'm going to play a little music from um, the Waylon Jennings, who we started the show with, and with one voice, which to me is. A just for 10 years now that's been in my mind the the theme song for KUCI one voice in many voices and but this is another one about girls 10 mile stilts so let's have a little music and we
2: should probably say goodbye because when we come back it'll just be the podcast okay so it was great to have you guys listening And I hope I look forward to next week. Always looking forward to next week. Yes. And thank you for joining us. Yes.
0: And if you'd like to email us, you can email me at askanelf at yahoo.com. And Yacinia.
2: Yes. That is cuevasy at uci.edu. That's C-U-E-V-A-S-Y at uci.edu. Yay. Okay.
0: So we're going to have a little music and get right into the podcast. And until next week, we may have to expand this to an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is KUCI eighty eight point nine FM in Irvine.